Hello and welcome once again to Coffee and the Cosmos with Sagima Bay. And I'm your host, Craig Wells, and we are having another glorious day today. Glory to God. So excited about being with you today. You know, as we further together, I feel like we're doing this together, you know. We're joining in our faith, my faith, Sigma Bay, right here from Slaughter, Louisiana, right outside of New Orleans, Louisiana, with your faith. My spirit with your spirit, my angelic canopy overshadowing into your angelic canopy as we go after the mountain of the Lord to dwell before the throne of God, our God, yod Hey va Yahweh, the Most High God. Through the preciousness of Jesus, Yeshua the Christ, and his blood covenant, by the sealing of the Holy Spirit. How glorious is that? How glorious is that? So let's talk a little bit about on our way. On the way there, the Lord began to speak to me today. And he says, what well are you drinking from? Now, I mentioned this yesterday on my podcast and I shared it with some ministers about not hanging out with fear, doubt, and unbelief. Because fear, doubt, and unbelief can actually be inside of you in your traumas, in your emotions, in your failed prayers or failed actions or even failed life and circumstances and situations or disappointments that you don't even think about. It's all subconscious, okay? But fear, doubt, and unbelief is like a silent robber. And it robs your faith, it robs your confidence, it robs what you truly believe. Even the point that you may not be able to shift into the heavenly realm, though it's there, it's available, but your consciousness is not letting you because your subconsciousness has a little mixture of fear, doubt, unbelief. Now, this is no judgment. There's no judgment zone. I don't teach judgment zone. I walk in the love of the Father, the blood covenant of Yeshua. All judgment was put on the back of my Savior and he carried it all and he continues to carry it all. But that doesn't mean that we don't have to walk out of our natural realm. And walking out of your natural realm has nothing to do with all the bad and dookie stuff that you go through. As I say, oh, I said something bad, I was angry or whatever. No, 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 no. Because everyone's going to have a bad day sooner or later. As happy-go-lucky as I am, once in a while I have a bad day. I'll go eat ice cream. (laughs) Why not, right? It's like, give me some chocolate ice cream with a brownie and, oh my God, hot fudge. Goodness gracious, I'm going to send right here before y'all. And uh, no, I haven't had that in about three months. And um, because it's just not healthy for me. (laughs) It's not wise. So, but you know what I mean, you know, we're going to have those bad days, but that's fine. But that's not the reality of fear, doubt, and unbelief. Fear, doubt, and unbelief is kind of like uh, it's silent. It's, I'll pray for you, but we're not really expecting something to happen that very moment. Or if we're expecting it, we don't really think we're going to see it. And it's okay, because we've prayed for many things without something instantly happening. It finally showed up sooner or later. But if you go through all your prayers, you'll see it's a low percentage <laughs> A very low percentage that actually manifested right then. Well, believe it or not, that can set in fear, doubt, and unbelief. Words from other people can set out fear, doubt, and unbelief. Thought patterns of our own mind can think about fear, doubt, and unbelief. People rejecting you. You ever been rejected by someone? 
maybe a friend, maybe a child, maybe a loved one, maybe a spouse, maybe a pastor or a leader. Maybe you even felt rejected by God before. I can't tell you how many people I've ministered to through the years that tell me that they felt rejected by God. And it is natural. Don't condemn yourself. There are sometimes we go through some dry spells and we feel like, wow, we must have really messed up. Where is God? Hello, hello, hello. Is anybody out there, out there, out there, out there? But no, no, he never rejected you. His silence is for you to awaken your senses to a deeper level. But we didn't know that growing up spiritually. When I was growing up spiritually, I was always digging deep, right? I mean, I'm telling you, I've loved God out of the womb. I've had that honor. Oh, don't get me wrong. Not that I wasn't a good sinner for a little season in my life. I was a darn good sinner. I'm a much better sinner now, but I was a darn good sinner then. I just don't concern myself with sin. I concern myself with righteousness and who I am because of what he says I am. See, but, but growing up, you know, you, you have these attributes or these things that people say about you or what you think about yourself that you might have missed the mark or all the silly stuff along the way. And it will actually feed into fear, doubt, and unbelief. And Yahweh says, I want fear, doubt, and unbelief to go out of you because it left traumas in you. There will be little stepping stones or pitfalls along your way that will keep you from receiving what is possibly yours. I'm telling you there's more on your scroll than what you're recognizing. And the blurriness of it, believe it or not, is fear, doubt, and unbelief that's passed in you from either traumas or disappointments or unanswered prayers or a momentary lack of faith. I don't mean like your lack of faith, like you don't love Yahweh. That, that, that's not what that means. You know, or that you went out and did something stupid. I can't tell you how many people, I'm a pastor, I can't tell you how many people I've counseled through the years that they're like, oh, I lost my faith. I went out and did this crazy thing. No. You had a momentary lapse in judgment. Yes, no, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have wound up going to that place. You shouldn't have wound up saying that. But you know what? Yahweh loves you. And it's his holy conviction that's drawing you to a deeper place of who you really are. The whole Christian world had this thing upside down. I was growing up, you know, I, they would see people that would have some flaws in their life and they couldn't stop this and they couldn't stop that yet. And they would judge them and say, oh, they're a hypocrite. But what they were saying, they were a hypocrite to God, but that's not the truth. The truth is they were sold out to God. They were a hypocrite to the devil because they really never wanted anything to do with the devil. But they had some things that was overcoming them. And it looked that way. You see, that's looking in the natural realm. You look into the heart of the person, the heart of the spirit, the heart of love. And you'll find a hurt person that's crying out for Yahweh. And there's some fear, doubt, and unbelief that just got a hold of them somewhere that's not reckoning to them who they are as a mighty son or daughter of the Most High God. Well, no, those people are just wicked. Those people are evil. I'm going to tell you, I've seen some of the best people do wicked and evil things. But they're the best people. It was out of hurt, out of damage, out of trauma, out of mistakes, out of momentary lapse of judgments. Well, brother, they'll have to pay for that. This life will cry out against them. You're 100% correct, but my Jesus won't. My Jesus cries out for them. That's what Yeshua does. He says, I'll take that on my back. Come unto me, all ye that are 
burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, there's no fear, not unbelief in the blood covenant because the blood covenant is complete. So in him I live, I move, I have my being, I rest in him. You ever done something so stupid in your life you really don't want to tell no one, you just couldn't tell no one because you just think it would deframe you. I'm telling you, everybody, I won't say everybody, but a lot of people have that story, whether it's before Christ or after Christ, whatever. But guess what? God don't even give a flip. <laughs> he redeems you to wholeness. He redeems you to righteousness. He redeems you to holiness. He removes fear, not unbelief, that you can believe of the possibility of who you are, of the greatness of who you are, of the beauty of who you are, of the glory of who you are, of the might of who you are. Because why? That is the reflection of your father. You were made in his image. He is great. He is holy. He is righteous. He is pure. He is incredible. He is awesome. Therefore, so are you. If you will be willing to receive that given unto you, mighty son, mighty daughter of Yahweh. So remove fear, not unbelief. And you might say, you know, I don't even know if I really have that. Or maybe it did show up sometime in my life. Father, I just repent of that. I love repentance. People try to make a big deal about repentance. My God, repentance just means to come back to the former state of intent. It means you go back into the high place. Of course, if I fell off the mountain, I want to go back up on the mountain. So I'm like, Father, I repent. I come back into the original intent of what you had for me. The greatness of the salvation of the blood covenant that's upon me, that was afforded to me by Jesus Christ. That's what I'm doing. I'm repenting unto my king. Not poor, poor, pitiful me. I'm a dirty, rotten sinner. Ah, you're mad at me. No, 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 no. Father, I come back into right place of honor before you by honoring your mercy and grace that you have upon my life. Therefore, I'm cleansed by the blood. I love the blood of Jesus. It's the most powerful thing that Yeshua, God, Holy Ghost has ever done for mankind for eternity, for eternity. Glory to God. Eat from the tree of life, drink from the living waters because of the blood. Have the healing leaves in your body. Have the living letters of God himself being able to speak to you. Having the mysteries be able to unfold to you. Have the mountain of the Lord make way for you. Have the sitting place of God come sit in you. Have the speaking place of the Father give you a place to speak. This is all by the blood. How awesome is my Jesus, my Savior, my King. So right now I wash you clean by the blood of everything, every sin, every iniquity, every unrighteousness, past, present, and future. And I remove fear, that unbelief, for you not to be able to believe the totality of the redemptive nature of our King. In Yeshua's name, I love you. You, yes, right, you are so beautiful. I'll see you tomorrow. Shalom.